this stupid shit. Stupid shit. Stupid shit. Dot com. Shit. Dot com. Dot org. Dot fucking ag. I, I wonder what uh, the dog pile results would be for that. For what? Stupidshit.com? Yeah. Probably Candy Stand. It redirects to CandyStand.com. <laughs> Flash games. You can I'll play. I'll have to get my Shockwave player updated. <laughs> Does Shockwave exist anymore? I think it got ate by Did, uh, Java and some other shit, probably. Didn't somebody try to tell me Flash went the way of the fucking polar bear? I guess polar bears still exist, but I meant the dodo bird. You know. Uh, you know. Fuck it. But uh, that thing staring at me on the screen right now, it's very troubling. It looks like something straight out of a Hieronymus Bosch painting. My my new photo? Yes. It's very reminiscent to the ISIS video for Holy Tears at the end during mm-hmm. the breakdown. Mm-hmm. So if you would remove the skull from the flesh of the, the, the head... Like that's that's what it re- is reminiscent of to me. Kind of reminds me of uh, like William Birkin on Resident Evil Two. There you go. Yeah, that's a good one. What's in its mouth? I took the cat picture, mm-hmm. the you know the kitten and the banana. Well, there was the one that I had used for a while where it had a human set of teeth photoshopped into its mouth. Yeah. Well, I took that picture and I entered it into the AI that was, you know, the links were being shared around to create a photo into a, to transfer a photo into like an old school painting. Yeah. Well, I took, it It says very specifically, can't do animal photos. Okay. So I, I was, I was testing out how the algorithm determined what a human face was well it obviously utilizes the (laughs) jaw structure Uh because the human set of teeth clocked as a human set of teeth in this photo okay and it totally just made this melted fucking you know win lose or draw this has to be the album art now that photo? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll make sure I send it to you. Oh, shit. Are we recording? Oh, <laughs> welcome back to Problematic Cast with the Brubaker brothers. We didn't see you there. Whoops a daisy. How are you? <laughs> I am currently tired. Yeah, I believe that. It sucks being essential. Yeah. It, it makes me itchy. <laughs> so it's almost like I caught something that wasn't the plague. Yeah, it's a different plague. It's COVID-20. It's the social plague. I caught a plague, and let me tell you, the only cure for this one, and it's not fucking cowbell for everybody oh. listening. It's not. And uh, we'll get back to that. But um, the only cure is posting my senior pictures so that... The seniors this year can feel a solidarity with me. You know, I'm doing it for them. Like they didn't already realize that everyone older than them had probably graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Seriously. What the fuck is this? Photography feel, was invented like over a hundred years ago. I feel like everything is an undercover Mossad psyop to try to see if they can get fucking face recognition software made from your stupid pictures, you know? You know, and that's not outside of the realm of reality because when you're making people – you're giving people an opportunity to do something willingly, you don't yeah. have to coerce them at all. Nope. Nope. It's like, um, oh, my God, to show solidarity with senior class, here's the first 12 digits of my credit card plus the security code on the back. And here's the expiration date along with my social security number. First, middle, and last name. I'm an American, too. Okay, guys, we're we're alike here. <laughs> we have similarities. We're similar, you, you and I. I God. think. The, all the uh, quarantining is having – it's showing the extroverts the things about them that they don't really like. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right because as we said on the last episode, quarantine life in my world and in your world and in a lot of people's world that are third shift fucking sun haters, you know, like I feel like – not much has changed. You know, it, it sucks because there was one or two places I liked going once every once in a while, you know. But now it's just off the table. Before all of this, I absolutely hated going to Walmart. Yeah. Today, for about two hours, I was in Walmart. And it was like nothing but fear in people's yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah, it's seriously like a zombie flick or something. It's like, which one of them are infected? Oh, my God. Well, there were people like I was getting the stink eye from Walmart employees today that were wearing their masks and their gloves and stuff. And we're just perusing around, you know, looking at stuff. We're not hashtag staying the fuck at home. Yeah. Um, You know, which makes us whatever it makes us. But. You know, we had stuff that we needed to get for the house. Fuck it. We went to Walmart. Yeah. But these Walmart employees were looking at us like we were the scum of the fucking earth. Well, I mean, consider the source. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> look where we're at. We're at Walmart. I can't really expect. I mean, I got that fucking look anyway. It could be because I was. You know, putting my T-shirt up over my forehead and screaming, I am Cornholio and stuff. But (laughs) Kaylee told me the other day when they went to Target, they were giving him the fucking stink eye the whole time. And um, like it's it's problematic in another way because he was being Desmond. I mean, he was being loud at times, but he was being good, which is kind of his M.O., He has a tendency to say shit sometimes that he shouldn't or whatever, but he was sticking close to mom and he was, you know, just sticking to their own little world. The social isolation or the, you know, the distancing thing, he was adhering to that and all that, but they're still looking at him. I'm like, it's because it's supposed to be one cart, one customer, girl. You should have just told them your hubby died from (laughs) COVID-19. Well, yeah, I mean, like. How is a single mother raising a child supposed to go and, and, you know, gather resources 
leave them in the car. Yeah. I mean, and you lock know, the doors and that's not sure acceptable. You, no, that's you know? not acceptable. I like people get Yeah. People break windows, windows and break shit. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not even going to jokingly say that shit, but like I don't know what they're expecting. And it's like we get it. You're fucking essential. You hate being here. So go on an LOA like fucking half of my team did. You yeah. know, it's not hard. You can go on a leave of absence. I don't know any company right now that's going to fucking judge you because you say either I'm high risk or I'm scared. <laughs> you know, I think like, we're we're actually experiencing a time right now socially where fear is tangent, ta- <laughs> tangible. I got it. I got the COVID. Oh, the COVID. I'm um, drinking wine and I inhaled it. <laughs> Fuck. And, and it's, Sorry. Pro- it's producing a very interesting um, social dynamic shift with the fact that everybody is experiencing a similar fear. Like everybody – like if we were invaded by aliens, yeah, you know what I mean? Like and, and maybe not like in a hostile way. But if like we made first contact and there's aliens like hanging out somewhere, yeah. like that that would be on everybody's mind. Well, we're essentially being attacked by an an unknown alien source yep. from this the COVID, and um, you know, when when somebody says, look, I you know I have my priorities, you know I have to I have to flex down or I gotta you know I gotta be off medically for however long I need yeah. to be, you know. A lot of times before this, people would be like, you're full of shit. Yeah. Well, there's still people talking shit. Well, I mean, it's like you have just as many opportunities to do that. You could do that. If you feel you can't do that, then don't and shut the fuck up. Like, I felt like prior to this. To use your metaphor, the only thing that was ever going to bring true world peace to this fucked up Earth would be an extraterrestrial invasion. Because at that point, we're all on the same page. We're all scared. We're all, we don't know what to do. So we're going to band with the closest thing we have, which is humanity, and try to expel the threat, you know? And you can still see the dregs of society fucking hating on each other, you know? Which I just think that we're we're seeing a lot truer of colors of people. Yeah. As you were saying. And and like nobody wants to work. No. I mean there's people that do enjoy working. But they're doing it as like a deflectionary tactic or, you know, like they're immersing themselves in something else so they don't have to take responsibility for something else in their life. Stave off the boredom. Or stave off the boredom even. Have some money to go rent some whores. I don't know. (laughs) Well. I mean, whatever floats your boat, right? Yeah. Man, I'm drinking... The original giggle juice from the manic sode right now. Oh, and god damn it! You should have told me that because I came in and was gonna be all heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. And if you're, please do swinging the fucking giggle juice. Like, please do. I'm gonna have to hide under the desk again. <laughs> it's 
it's a lot harder to do that though because I have my laptop and everything set up with my portable mic. Uh, so I'd have to like friend, friend of the show Nicole thinks that's the funniest bit we ever did was you saying you were under the fucking desk. Dude, I was legit under the desk. <laughs> I know, and that that makes it even better. Oh shit. Um do we have anything going on that's not this fucking trash? Because I feel like it's fully ingratiated society at this point. I don't have anything insightful on yeah. any other parts. Because it's, well, like you said, it's just so all-encompassing that, like, my perspective on things has been through the lens of what people are doing during this time. Yeah, because I observe people like that's that's kind of what I do. I watch and I try to, like, understand myself better through the actions of others. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It uh, it's certainly making me feel like less of an introverted weirdo. You know what I mean? Because even celebrities and shit are getting fucking weird with it. Like. Yeah getting real weird with it like at least our podunk little two-person show we've been doing for a while before all these celebs it's like hey you guys still pay attention to me please um i'm gonna sing a john lennon song hey look i can do this and now that i'm at home you have to pay attention to me because that's how i get paid the sad part is they're getting fucking oodles and boodles of more fucking listens than anything we've ever done because just because of the star power yeah which is uh, oof. i feel what? like we're looking at a major paradigm shift in american culture i feel like there's going to be a lot of long-standing actual changes after the fact because if Dr. What's-his-name, Fauci? I can't remember his name. The main yes. guy. Okay, Fauci or Fauci, I'm sorry. I, yeah. Um, if he comes out tomorrow and say we were we eradicated it, our efforts have gone excellently, we've eradicated it, tomorrow, are you going to Popeye's tomorrow and getting fucking chicken? Are you going to the mall because they open it up tomorrow? Because I know I'm not. No. You know, shit is going to be irreparably damaged for a while. Um, who and did it's I not see? just economically either. It's not just the economy that is um, seeing the brunt of it. I think people's uh, interactivity with their world yeah. is, is also a part of the socioeconomic impact. Right. Right. I mean, I, I read a thing the other day that the uh, United States Postal Service is – facing bankruptcy and it's just like that that feels to me personally as a government entity like it's just a fucking uh, give us bailout money we like money too you guys you know but yeah if the usps goes out of business there's still options I mean, what are you getting? What are you honestly getting from the United States Postal Service right now that you couldn't get elsewhere? I mean, you're going to see a hell of a lot of people's fucking uh, stupid junk mail campaigns dry up, which is just fine by me. Well, yeah. And, you know, 
that would benefit the environmentalists who campaign against those things. Yeah. My yeah, spam filter is going to end up catching a lot more shit. What yeah. do you do? Oh, no. It's funny. Um, to that end, my email, I don't use the stock Apple email app anymore. I think it's called Edison. I'm not endorsing it on here. I just prefer it to the stock app. All right. But I think people are starting to figure out like the spammers and shit. They're starting to figure out that if you put a weird font in your subject line, it'll bypass all spam filters. It's it's similar to why the spawning of LeetSpeak came around. Yep. That's yep. exactly in the, in the old days of the Internet 1.0, like where we lived at. Yeah. Um, you know, that's why LeetSpeak was created. So yep. it's just it's just a, a change of um, they're trying to stay a step ahead of the white hats, the defensive line. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I still I I do not understand the people that are falling for Internet spam. I don't understand the people that are falling for spam of any sort. Because I got an email the other day that said, like, click here to uh, activate your uh, stimulus check online. It's like, activate a check. All right. I'm interested. What happens if I click this? And it's like, please insert your routing number and your account number followed by your. It's like, yeah, okay. I'm on it, bud. Well, I think a lot of it boils down to the very simple meme picture of you can't trust everything you read on the internet <laughs> by abraham lincoln abraham lincoln yeah yeah that's my favorite meme ever made i swear to god because you can't you can't trust it because it's in meme format on the internet abraham well, lincoln <laughs> and i think it comes from we used print news and uh like television news radio news for a very long time and there were laws and restrictions against what could actually be reported yeah but when the internet came around there was it's the wild west oh yeah there's no restrictions on what can be touted as news yeah like i'm seeing just a little bit right before we started recording i was seeing people were complaining about old news footage being used of them during like hurricane katrina this that and the other thing and relabeled with covid19 panic fear you know propaganda that's yeah. being pushed around yeah like it's major news outlets are doing this now they got to do something to keep the eyes on the tv and i feel like going back to the conversation we had with kyle many months ago at this point it's a lot of the dinosaurs that are still believing in this shit yeah. you know the people that that's all they ever knew was you know cnn fox news print news you know the the uh jesus usa today <laughs> fuck i can't the new york times i just kept in my brain uh, mixing up new york times and usa today it was like ah uh, new york today New York today. Uh, do you like today? I like today New York. Yay. Um, According to New York today, I don't think I want to be in New York today. It looks like kind of a mess. Yeah, I think it is really a mess. I As don't I know. 
as I said to you off mic the other day, if Nick Mullen from that podcast I've plugged way too much for free um, sounds serious at the start of one of his most recent podcasts because uh, he has a cousin. I believe the story was his cousin saying that at the beginning of March, it's like, no, these hospitals are not overrun. It's a media campaign. They're just blasting, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. And flash forward two weeks to, like, March 14th. And she's like, yeah, actually, I just tested positive. The hospitals are overrun. My boyfriend's dying. And he's like, that's about when the red pill went away and I started believing, (laughs) you know, when it's somebody that close to home. And he sounds, like, legit scared. And for that guy in particular... To sound scared. It's like, yeah, New York is a fucking war zone. You don't want to be there right now. Well, and I do think that there is a seriousness and a legitimacy to what is killing the people that is it, – it's – you know, there's hundreds of people a day, maybe even thousands at this point. I don't look at the numbers because I would dwell too much on them. But, you I know, think last I checked it was 7,000 dead in New York in the last month. Yeah. So That's I mean, like three nine elevens or something. It's two. It's definitely two. I don't know. There was like thirty five hundred. I don't know. All right. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> Sorry. I, that kind of derailed me a, <laughs> a little. I um, can't imagine me derail you. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It it was, it was one of those things that um. Just a little bit of false news. It doesn't take much. No, it doesn't. To, to really like have people starting to question. Like maybe the um, survival of the fittest instance of this is not based on the immunities or the, you know the immune system. Um, maybe it's the people who take the extra precautions and actually go through the rigmarole that they're being prescribed by the cdc you know maybe those are the strongest ones and maybe me who is kind of just like i'm pretty sure i already had it because i damn near died in november slash december um, you know i'm just kind of like hey this uh this sucks you know yeah the only thing in that regard that worries me because i also legitimately think i had it january into february when i had a cough for three weeks a dry ass cough and i just felt you know i constantly feel like death i that's not something i'm not used to in the last 10 years of chronic pain so there's a very good chance that my psychosomatic pain got overlapped with real pain for a little bit and the cough was what i should have been worried about and i got over it the thing that's starting to worry me a little bit is the fact that uh, they're saying that a lot of these people that are recovering are still uh, posing positive tests. So so is it similar like is it a long lasting positivity similar to like chicken pox? That's what I was saying. I don't know if it's like the chicken pox turns to uh, shingles. Or like herpes simplex turns into cold sores recurring or whatever. It's very you know, possible it can very because easily be. Yeah, that's been that's been observed in uh, you know pathology for a while. You know, 
But let me say this about that. That's exactly with pathology what uh, vaccinations are. Yes. I mean, we're putting a dead virus in you with the hopes that it's going to mutate with your strand of DNA and make you, quote unquote, immune to the worst of it. Because truthfully, even with a chicken pox vaccine, we are immunized for the most part from chicken pox, from having had it when we were little ass kids, yeah. you know, and it's laying dormant in us. We may see shingles sometimes sometime in our life. We may not. I don't know. But um, I'm less worried about it because I had it. So being that it's a viral infection, it's similar to um, like other strains of like flu. So with the targeted demographics, we'll say for the flu vaccine are the older generation and the younger generation. So those of us in this generation you know 18 to 35 to 50 whatever the fuck yeah. this actually translates to yeah like we still have people in that neighborhood that are dying yeah yeah i mean there's there's little ass kids dying now from it yeah we have little kids dying from it we have full-grown adults dying from it we have the elderly dying from it some of which may or may not be immunocompromised but I mean, not, and I, let me go on record, I am not um, minimizing anybody's strife. No, I'm not minimizing either. anybody's fucking, there's people that have lost their whole family and they're still fucking breathing earth, or breathing earth, breathing air. Maybe they wish they're breathing earth at this point, but uh, they're still breathing air. And they've lost three, four family members from it, but... um. There's going to be outliers in any system, you know, just because there's a seven-year-old that died from it doesn't mean that every seven-year-old is as in danger. You know what I mean? It yeah. could just, it could have just got through the chinks of the armor. I don't know. I, I don't fucking know shit about pathology, immunology, all that shit, you know? DNA, the DNA compromisation is such a shotgun patchwork quilt sure like the those who can be affected by certain things there are people who are severely allergic there are people who are severely immune i mean yeah. it's it's just the wild variance of the way that we are assembled and just literally just by fucking each other and creating new life i mean it's it's well, insane how vast humanity has become just from god i almost said some troubling what is the term i'm looking for because crossbreeding is not what i'm looking for but <laughs> no um copulation no copulation is just sex i just mean like reproduction people <laughs> i know i know terms for sex dude <laughs> i just I'm I'm familiar. I'm sex adjacent. I understand sex. Now, what I mean is people are in amongst each other. They have procreated amongst all nationalities, all creeds, all yes. everything, you know. So in every aspect, just in the blood aspect, 
there's going to be vast differences just in Johnny down the street than us. You know what I mean? Because you might know their their name, but you don't know their history, man. You know? Well, and I think from a strictly scientific point of view, I think there's enough common variables between all variances of um, descents of people mm-hmm. that that's why everyone is affected. Yeah. Like there's yeah. the only common, you know, denominator that we have is we're a warm body host at this yep. point. Which is all we are to a virus. Keep that in mind, haters. Well, to fleas, to ticks, to bears, to a bullet, that's all we are. It's right. just a warm body host. Our to a fate, handful of dirt when you're breathing it in, that's just... <laughs> our fate is just the same as lice, you know? Uh, yes. Hail, Hail Satan. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you knew where I was going. Oh, oh I did. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Such a good song. I try to uh, give the ghost haters that song first, and that's kind of like too extreme. I wish there was a happy medium, you know? For for introductory ghost song? <laughs> In- introduction to ghost. That's not too Satan, but not too <laughs> poppy. <laughs> they won a Grammy for He Is. So that's because people think it's a Christian song because of the video. Have you seen the fucking video? It's beautiful. I do believe I have seen it. It's him in full like Jim Baker mode, evangelical yep. Christian, like in a church. And it's like he's singing about Satan. You guys don't be fooled. <laughs> but they're fooled. Did they really win a Grammy for that? That's awesome. I think they did. Like, I would have to fact check myself on that. I uh, I still think Cerise is the best song they've ever written. And that's hard because Square Hammer is fucking amazing. Yeah, best metal performance in 2016. <laughs> that's one um, of the least metal songs for they've Cerise. ever put out. Okay. Yeah. Cerise straight up sounds like a fucking Slayer song till... Tobias starts singing, man. It's like that riff is straight off of fucking South of Heaven or something. Actually, 2019, they won for Best Rock Album for Prequel. Hell yeah. And the Best Rock Song for Rats. So they've actually won three Grammys for not-so-Satan-y things. That's cool. Rats is about the play, the bubonic plague. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Dance Macabre has won something, right? It's from, according to Google, no. I know a lot of people that dig that song, and it's like, that song is just, you know. It's about tuberculosis, isn't it? You know, it's a trap, right? (laughs) No, it's, Dance Macabre is literally about just uh, bewitching a woman to love you, and (laughs) it's. The way I interpreted it, it it reads very similar to um, like loving somebody who has tuberculosis. Yeah, I would believe that somebody that's on their way out. Yeah, somebody who's dying from tuberculosis. Yeah. Now that might just be my twisted point of view on things, but I feel like I don't know. A lot of people just hear 
verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, and they don't ingest the lyrics. And that's one of the first things I start doing. If I like the sound of something, I will literally pull up lyrics and listen to what the fuck they're throwing down a lot of times. If you yeah. can't understand it, Gojira is a prime example of that. For yes, me because his his accent, he's an amazing singer, but his French accent singing English lyrics, it's hard sometimes. And his. Uh, I don't know his the way he spaces some words syllabically. Yes. Like he'll throw a word and then mid syllable in the middle of a word, he'll hold it and then just throw the last syllable out in the next, uh, four, four beat or something. And it's like, Oh, that was all one word. Okay. You know, it's a similar dialectic type manipulation that Eminem uses when he's right. trying to rhyme things. Right. And right. that's something that is, um, it's, it not only does it show a certain amount of more mastery of, you know, the spoken language, but it also just opens up, um, I guess, a, a, a lot of opportunity for a difficulty. A, well, that and a difficulty for um, ingestion. You yeah. know what I mean? Because uh, people who speak, like people from the South, they're, you can tell by the way that they speak, the way that they enunciate, that they're from the South. Right. People from New York, they speak a certain way Fuck from New York. Maybe that's Boston. I'm walking here. Fucking walking. <laughs> fucking walking here. But you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Speaking of, and if we did this before, I'm sorry, but you really need to check out off the new album, the song Godzilla of Eminem's, because it's got literally the fastest rap I've ever heard in my life. Like faster than Rap God? Yeah, it blows Rap God out of the water. I thought Rap God was like top tier, like you can't beat this. And he blew it out of the water for like a minute and a half. The end of Holy that song shit. is the fastest shit I've ever heard in my life. I'll and check it out after after we're done here. Yeah, because for real. It, and like I've always kind of passively checked out everything new he puts out. And, you yeah. know, it's been hit or miss once in a while. But like there's some shit that you just can't deny. Rap God was amazing. I really liked Marshall Mathers LP, too. I did a lot of it, you know, and. It was the first time I felt like, oh, my God, he's back to his roots from like the first two or three albums, you know. But um, music to get murdered by this most recent one. Yeah, Godzilla. It's just like, holy fucking shit, dude. Like there, people were doing like Instagram Godzilla challenges, trying to like just TikTok their mouth along with what he's saying. Yeah. And they can't do it. They can't fucking do it. I haven't seen anybody that can do it. I bet Buster Rhymes could. <laughs> I would love to see Buster Rhymes. <laughs> I bet yeah, you Buster Rhymes could. Oh my god, because yeah, I'm talking it makes break your neck sound fucking slow. Wow. And that song was ridiculous when it came out. It's you know? still ridiculous. It is. And <laughs> you know, you can understand everything Shady's thrown down and it's like, this is fucking crazy. You know, this is when I start thinking that rap could be used as an art form still you know and i i 
I've very long since cast enough shade that people understand when I say I'm not a rap fan at all. But I'm still going to check out Eminem when he throws something down, especially that song. Fucking A, man. So, yeah, there's an endorsement. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting paid for that, y'all. Just so you know. No, I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it, too. Um, What time do you got to go? You got like Um, 10 minutes? I got, a f- I got a few minutes. We have new precautionary measures that we have to take to shift change. So Whatever you have to do, you're at work. Um, no, I'm not. I'm on my own time. <laughs> Sorry. <Should I> edit- <laughs> Smiley thumbs up. Should I edit that? Uh, no, fuck it. Fuck it. Nobody Indeed. listens to my podcast because I swear too fucking much. Right? Too many swears. That That was the whole source of that premium episode i know you know well i'm i'm saying it to the microphone okay we might have even touched it in that episode because frankly i haven't gone back and listened to 80 percent of what we produced yeah i have not gone back and re-listened to it so there might i might sound like a complete and total lunatic to those who do consume our podcast no I mean, and my only litmus test for that is Nikki, but she thinks you're the voice of reason and I'm the lunatic, so... I Dude, mean, I don't even remember how I got to work tonight. Like, cool. that's how my memory works. Like, that's I'll remember when I see my vehicle again, but right oh, now, wait. I don't even know. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait, that's my car. I know how to drive. That's right. I have a license. Here's a funny story. Do you remember the trailer on Pincho that I lived at. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I was just on Pincho like a week ago. Well, and- that trailer's been gone since I moved out of it because it was unlivable after I was done with it. But, uh, <laughs> so for some reason, Fish, who I'm not going to say his name on here. If you know Fish, you know Fish. If not, fuck you. But um, Fish rolled in one day at like when I was still on day shift I know I was up getting ready for work. I had to be in Huntingdon at like 6.30 or 7. So he rolls in and fucking banks his car. I don't remember what kind of car. It was a red thing. Okay. Dodge Avenger. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's what it was. He banked the fucking thing. He was on the uh, left far side of the um, carport, banked yeah. the thing. So when I come home that evening, he still crashed, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, bud, how you doing? He's like, uh, rough night. I'm like, yeah, I can tell. Hey, by the way, both of your tires on your left side of your car are completely flat, so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's going to be fun for you. I think that might have been the day I put a banana in his tailpipe then on top of it. Just shoved it real (laughs) far in there. (laughs) I don't know why I fucked with him so hard. He was, like, pretty good about paying rent. And he he would leave us alone and shit. I think he was a born victim, though. There's some people. At least then. Yeah. I can't speak for now. I haven't speaked to him. Speaked to him. I haven't spoken to him. I haven't spoken to him. But I'm telling you, that day he was a victim because he woke up fucking probably still drunk with two flat tires and a banana in his tailpipe. That was me, if you ever hear this. so 
there that's that's one of those things play stupid games win stupid prizes yeah right like i think he came home from robertsdale that day that fucked up and banked the thing in the last two seconds it's like well so close sorry we award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul (laughs) that's definitely an ob (laughs) give up oh man so good i don't even know how he got that fixed didn't really matter um i'm not gonna now i shouldn't get into those stories i started thinking about funny ass stories from those days but there's some problematic shit that happened then like burning down half the woods and you know that was pretty fun that time that one dude breathed dirt I wasn't even thinking of that. All right, I feel better about this now. I'm not going to say his name. Um, the 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 guy I just referred to was being a fuckface. I don't remember in what regard, but uh, my other roommate literally put his pants in the burn barrel and lit them on fire. So And his alarm clock. And his alarm clock. Yeah, because yeah, I was there for that one. God, those were the days. I cannot believe I didn't get evicted from that fucking place. We literally had James's drum set in the living room the whole fucking time. We yeah, I remember because I broke in and stole his drum heads. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he was with me because okay. the other drummer that was using his drum set yeah, he didn't want his brand new drum heads or his cymbals being used. So James and I broke in and stole them back because they were his. Oh, that, yeah, I don't blame. That was funny. That was a funny interaction I forgot about. We can discuss off mic, but um, <laughs> that, oh my God. Do you know when that was? That, no. was? that was literally 17 years ago because that summer when most of that shit was going on was the fucking cicada summer. And in case you guys aren't keeping track, that means it's fucking plague of locust time this summer. So... As if this wasn't a biblical plague year enough, we have a plague of locusts coming to the United States, or at least this brood of cicada or whatever, you know? Yeah. Maybe it'll start eating the victims. Fuck it. Maybe that's why this plague has spawned itself. Maybe. Maybe. So that those who breathe dirt can become food. Uh, I wish I could stop laughing like an old man. I sound like a fucking old wheezy old man. You probably caught the Rona. Fuck it. Maybe I'll breathe dirt, pound sand, eat goddamn lung butter over and over again. Yiff dirt. Yiff and hell, bitch. Oh my god, I I didn't say either buzzword this time. Nope. Congratulations. We're just going to butter over that, and next time it's double the words. So that's what the episode will be called. Next time it's double, double toilet trouble. (laughs) I'm starting off with both of them in the very first episode. Mark my words. So until then. Hashtag wash your motherfucking hands because we're sick of this shit. Let us out of quarantine.com and uh, stay the fuck at home. Stay the fuck at home. I mean, enjoy your family, you fucks. 
stupid, miserable fuckers. <laughs> Don't let your family become cicada food. Yeah. Amen. That's a hashtag for the gods. We'll see you next time.